Welcome to The Stylist Diaries. The Stylist Diaries is your source for hair, beauty, branding, and everything in between. I'm your host, Heather DeKline, a licensed hairstylist and makeup artist in Calgary, Alberta, with a passion for sharing stories and collaboration. Now, let's take a look inside The Stylist Diaries. Welcome to The Stylist Diaries. This is episode number four. Today's guest is Katie Hummel. Katie is an amazing photographer based out of Calgary, Alberta. Katie specializes in intimate weddings and wild elopements. Katie is also a frequent collaborator and client of mine. Today, we're talking all about photography, branding, and the ups and downs of being self-employed. I'd like to welcome Katie Hummel to the podcast. Hi, Katie. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, Obviously, there's a lot going on right now, and it feels pretty chaotic, but I'm finding a lot of balance right now, which has kept me grounded, so keeping busy with what I can. What about you? How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. Yeah, I know it's been kind of strange times right now, but I am doing my best to stay busy as well and just enjoying having a little bit of a quieter pace to everything. Totally. Okay. So to start off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and then also throw in a fun fact about yourself? (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So I'm a photographer based in Calgary and I specialize in weddings and elopements. Um, I've obviously spent the majority of my time in the mountains because that's where most of my clients are. So um, that's super awesome because I'm truly happiest when I'm outside. Um, For a fun fact, I would say I'm a huge traveler. I've been lucky enough to visit Um, over 40 countries I've totally lost track on the exact number but I'll need to sit down and count that but that's obviously a huge passion of mine and it fits really wonderfully with my career which is my other big passion so I feel super lucky amazing Um, so how did you become a photographer did you study photography in school at all I did yeah so I studied photojournalism in school and I always thought I was actually going to be a journalist because I actually really love to write Um, it wasn't until my best friend asked me to shoot some of her engagement photos and that totally switched my mentality and helped me kind of narrow down how I wanted to use my photography. So I absolutely fell in love with shooting people and, um, the wedding photography world is so fascinating and supportive and super creative. So I just absolutely fell in love with that and I haven't turned back. Amazing. That's so cool. So uh, what are some of your interests or specialties when it comes to photography? Um, So I shoot intimate weddings and elopements as well as destination photography. So um, I would say that I specialize in more of an adventurous approach. Um, I love to be outside. I love to explore. I love to get dirty. I obviously love to travel. So um, that's kind of what I like to specialize in. Landscape for me is obviously a huge part of the recipe. Um, We're so lucky that we have the Rocky Mountains so close. Um, I definitely strive to scout out like those jaw-dropping locations while still keeping my couples as a center of attention. But I think all of that together is such a beautiful combination. So that's, that's kind of what I strive for when I'm shooting. I also actually do some brand work, but I don't post about it too much. So it's sort of a secret passion of mine, but Um, I do keep my social media content extremely branded to the wedding side of things, but I absolutely love getting to know various business owners and capturing their vision for their brand. Um, So I truly think there's so many like epic business owners here in Calgary and surrounding area. And I find that these types of shoots really challenge me creatively, which is what I crave. So it's nice to kind of switch it up sometimes as well. 
yeah, it's good to kind of have that like rounded aspect of your creativity for sure. Um, You've also had a lot of really great opportunities um, as a photographer. And I'm just wondering if you can share some of the special opportunities that you've had um, as a result of your photography business. Yeah, honestly, I have met um, some pretty cool people in some pretty cool places. That for me is like number one. My clients are super awesome. And most of the time I become really good friends with them and I end up missing them when their weddings are over. Um, So then a blessing. Um, Destination weddings obviously have taken me to some pretty stunning places. um, And in those times, I usually extend my trip and get to explore different countries. So um, that's been pretty epic for sure. Yeah, you've got to travel to some pretty cool places. Yeah, I absolutely love it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I mean, there's so many, but Hawaii is probably my number one for like... For sure. Oh, I just love like anything tropical and beach. I've been to um, amazing weddings on the beaches, which are just like my favorite thing. They're so cool. Um, so yeah, it's just, I mean, there's countless places, but that's probably one of my big ones. What advice do you have for brides when they're choosing a wedding or an elopement photographer? Mm, um, my biggest piece of advice would be to get to know your photographer. Um, so you totally have to jive with this person. They're literally going to be beside you pretty much your entire wedding day. So I think that it's super important that you know what they're about and that you totally jive, like your personalities are on the same page. For sure. Uh, I actually don't love the word vendor, which gets tossed around a lot, obviously, but I think it kind of sounds like it's just someone that you hired. Mm -hmm. And for me personally, I think that in order to truly capture who my couples are, it has to be a bit more of a relationship versus just show up and shoot sort of deal. So yeah, definitely. You kind of get to be like friends almost. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my next question for you is uh, what are some things that couples should keep in mind for engagement shoots or preparing for their wedding or elopement shoots? Mm, um, have fun engagement shoots are my absolute favorite thing to shoot because they're just so chill and they're so much fun um that's kind of the time where you get to know your photographer and you can kind of play around and be goofy and just try different things uh one thing that I hear honestly from 90% of my couples is that they're awkward and they need a bunch of help but then when I deliver the photos, I love getting the response like, oh my God, we're so hot or wow, (laughs) we're so cute. I absolutely love pulling that out of people. So um, that's why I absolutely love doing engagement shoots, obviously before the wedding. Mm -hmm. They're kind of like a trial run before the wedding too. So it kind of gets everybody comfortable with each other. So you'd probably recommend for your wedding couples to do an engagement shoot then? I do. Yeah. So I think majority of photographers offer it within their packages. I think everyone's a little bit different, but I definitely do include them because I think it is such an important time um, just to, you know, get to know each other and, and feel comfortable. You can also ask your photographer if you have questions like, do my hands look weird or which way should I turn? Um, we're there to help guide you and make sure that you are looking your best. Um, so that's also kind of a piece of advice. My approach when I shoot is more of like a prompt style versus posing. So, um, I really want to get my couples in like a natural environment where they're feeling themselves versus making them like hold each other in weird, awkward ways that they normally wouldn't do that. So that's kind of my approach with that. No prompt pose. Yeah. No prompt <laughs> pose. 
amazing. <laughs> so Katie and I have actually worked together a few times um, because she helps me with some of my branding for Instagram. Um, and I know that you mentioned that you do do work for branding as well. So I'm just interested in what um, you know about branding and what interests you about branding. Oh, I love branding. So if I had time for another business, I would fully dive into branding. I think it's so fascinating. Um, I get so jacked to see smart branding and marketing behind really cool businesses. And I honestly think that if you have a strong brand that is truly authentic to you and you also have a good product or service, you're going to be successful. And that is so fascinating to me. So it's something that I, uh, that I really, really am passionate about. Yeah, I found it definitely makes a very big difference. Even um, some of the tips and tricks that you've given me have just like changed how much engagement I get on Instagram. And I think it's really worthwhile um, if you have your own business to have a good branding plan and platform. Yeah, totally. I think it just, it has to truly show who you are as a person and back up what you're all about and what your product is and um, people will start to recognize that. And that's super important to have a successful business for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some recommendations you have for someone who is wanting to have a more co cohesive brand for their Instagram account? Yeah. So Instagram is obviously huge for us these days. Like there's, I don't think anyone that doesn't have an Instagram account and for businesses for sure, it's definitely um, the way that we advertise and promote our branding and our business. Um, so I guess my biggest piece of advice would be to download a layout planner so that you can see ahead of time what your feed's going to look like For and sure. pay attention to what that's looking like. Um, I actually also studied branding and marketing in university and I learned that first impressions are made within 30 seconds. So yep. you have 30 seconds and because our world is so hugely dependent on social media, you've got to use those 30 seconds um, to make an impression. And that would roughly translate to someone's first scroll on your Instagram or your top nine kind of. Yeah, you know, they want to kind of be able to see what you're all about. Yeah. yeah, so use similar tones and colors when you're kind of laying out and play with like different um, like shades and distances and all that stuff and, and keep it kind of intriguing for your viewer and have your colors kind of if you have like your strong branding colors like keep intermingling those throughout your feed to start firming up your brand so that people when they land on your page they automatically kind of know what you're about um you want people to start recognizing your vibes i yeah. think that's like, super important and honestly like one of the biggest compliments that i've ever received is i knew this was your photo or i knew this was your product because it means that someone is recognizing what I'm all about, which is in turn is actually attracting more of my dream clients. Yeah, definitely. I think um, it's really important as a business because you want your, um, your branding and your Instagram account to attract your dream client for sure. What is your advice on how to attract your dream client? Because I know that that's probably something that a lot of business owners are looking to, to do in their business. Yeah, I think firstly, it's super important to know who your dream client is and why. Um, so that takes a lot of soul digging into like what drives you and what gets you out of bed in the morning. Um, for me, example, like my dream client is those couples that are doing their wedding their own way and they don't necessarily care about tradition and 
they are um, wanting to be outside and explore and get a little dirty. And, and that's kind of what my dream client is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what I post. And that's probably a, a big thing to note is don't post anything that isn't going to appeal to your dream client. Um, there's a lot of shoots that I do. And even when I started out, I would, I would um, shoot maternity and newborn and family. And as I kind of started to figure out my niche and where I am the happiest shooting, I would just slowly phase that out um, and focus on what I truly wanted to shoot. And that means like attracting my ideal clients. For sure. Yeah, I think that that's something that a lot of um, businesses want to hone in on. Even um, I know myself as a hairstylist that I really try to focus on those clients that are going to come in and be in my chair and we're going to have a great relationship. Yeah. And it does, it comes down to relationship and um, yeah, like I want, I want my clients to hire Katie Hummel photography, not just hire a photographer for their wedding. So um, again, having those clients that know and like and trust you and want to hire you for you is huge for your business. It's really important. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So why is photography so important for those looking to grow their business? I know we've kind of touched on this a little bit with the branding, but um, explain kind of like why people would want to get photography or professional photos taken to help um, boost their branding. Um, I think that photography, Photography is super important because our world is so content driven and visual. Like we literally eat it up every single day and we scroll through Instagram every single day. Um, So I think it's super important that you show up and you have fresh content, which that's a huge part of it all. Like you need to show up and again, like people need to know, like, and trust you. So you need to show your face um, and you need to help your followers and your clients get to know you because that's going to help you find your fit, find your dream clients, and for your clients, find their dream hairdresser or photographer or whatever it may be. Um, so yeah, having content and, and fresh content and keeping your Instagram kind of up to date is, it's just kind of the way of the world now. Yeah. So, and it just helps you establish your brand and, and really firm that up in your photos so that people, again, truly recognize what you're all about. For sure. Um, I know that you mentioned earlier, um, we were talking about colors when it comes to branding. So why is it so important to pay attention to colors when you're working on your personal brand and how many colors do you choose? Like, how do you go about that? Yeah, color, um, it enables us to instantly recognize a brand. So it's, it's super huge in branding. Um, and it also pulls out emotional associations for people. So for example, if you're like a really bubbly person and your brand is really loud and bold, like regardless of what you're selling or whatever, um, you're not going to pick like a monochromatic palette. You want color that kind of sets the tone for your brand and um, people can automatically go to your website or your Instagram and kind of recognize that that's what you are all about. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, for me, like I don't think there's really a huge rule on how many colors I wouldn't go crazy but um for me I'm more of like a neutral palette but I have um five prominent colors that show up within my work within my fonts with how I um brand my website and my Instagram stories and all that stuff um again there's no rules but if you want like a strong brand I would kind of pick maybe like four or five colors and kind of stick with that for sure Yeah, I definitely think um, you can tell the difference on profiles that use like a color palette versus ones that don't. 
Yeah. Um, and I know like even for myself, we've, we've um, talked a little bit about this, but I've done uh, like a neutral palette with a pop of terracotta and that is yeah for me. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I think that it like totally like my colors are more earthy and that's how I want people to feel when they come and see my work like all you can see throughout all of my photos that they're similar tones and and all that stuff because that's kind of what is important to me is the earthy tones and being outside and all that stuff so it directly relates to my brand yeah people yeah. also want consistency like they want a specialist so if you're all over the map with your colors and your vibes and your product people aren't going to remember you because they're confused of what it is that you actually do yeah and the thing super important to find your niche and show up for it every single day and know your brand inside and out so that people will remember it. Yeah, I know that um, we can easily get thrown off by um, a color that's not meant to be where it's placed or something like that. Yeah, it's so huge, it's huge. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it truly is. I actually think it makes such a big difference. Yeah. Um, and I know that this is a conversation you and I have had and I'm so excited to ask you this question, but Please tell us a little bit about the colors that you love and the colors that you hate and why. <laughs> so um, I'm not a bold color person. I um, tend to shy away from that. Even how I dress or like my house, like home decor, anything, I'm not into like big, bright, bold colors. Um, I love softer shades, more neutral, earthy vibe. Um, and again, that's just what fits with my business and my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So for me, I actually provide a style guide to my clients for um, engagement shoots or shoots because I know what colors look best with my editing style and which locations where I'm taking them. Um, so if people are falling in love with like my brand and aesthetic on Instagram, part of that is the colors that I'm showing in my work. Um, so I do, it's more of like a natural vibe. That's just kind of what I'm naturally drawn to. So... What about the colors you hate? I guess it's bold colors. Yeah, it's, yeah, I just, it's not for me and that's fine. I think that a lot of businesses are very bright and bold and it fits with them. But for me, um, yeah, I just like a bit of a more neutral palette. <laughs> I think it's, it's really timeless to have um, kind of neutral. I, I think that that's not going away anytime soon. So it's kind of timeless. Totally. I know I'm definitely getting to the point where um, when I photograph clients in the salon, I usually will post the pictures of clients that are wearing like a black or a white or a neutral. And I'm yeah. less likely to post a picture of a client wearing like a logo or like a really bright red or something like that. Yeah. This doesn't really fit with my color scheme. And I always notice that it stands out. Yeah, totally. Is there anything else you'd like to share about branding? Yeah, branding is so beyond um, kind of what we touched up on, like having a pretty logo or choosing a color. Um, it actually takes a lot of thought and it has to fit into your lifestyle um, and what you're all about. Otherwise, it won't come off as a solid, authentic brand. I think that it's important that you need to know what gets you going and then translate that into how you choose to show up in your business. So your brand truly comes down to how people perceive you and um, it's in how you present yourself. So it's, it definitely takes a lot of digging and I know there's a lot of workshops that can help you kind of nail down your dream client and your brand and all that stuff. And I, I do think it's worth the investment of taking time to kind of really discover some of those hard questions and um, to learn how to fully translate that into 
your social media and just kind of your everyday life for sure. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think it's really important too. Um, okay. So I'm just going to move on to some of the next questions. Now you've been running your own business for how long? Um, Ooh, I would say maybe five years now. Amazing. That's so good. Yeah, it's been definitely a roller coaster of a lot of learning and stuff, but um, I wouldn't change it for the world for sure. Yeah, all the best things are for sure. So what yeah. are some of the triumphs that you've had um, with running your own business? Um, I would say, honestly, the freedom to be my own boss and to just be so fulfilled every single day. It's um, honestly the best feeling. I think I've always known that I was never meant for that nine to five lifestyle. Yeah. Um, I honestly don't think I've kept a job longer than two years because I always just got bored and I was never fulfilled. And I was like, there's got to be more. And like, I want to be doing what I want to do and like what actually gets me out of bed. For sure. So that's been obviously amazing. Being my own boss is awesome when it's like sweet. I'm going to book a vacation next week and like, I don't have to ask for permission. But it also means like, hey, I have to edit this wedding and work 12 hours today. So there's definitely a balance that I had to learn. But again, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I'm absolutely so in love with it. Amazing. And I know you've probably had some challenges too. So what are some of the challenges you faced uh, running your own business? <laughs> Woof. I think <laughs> when I first started, um, I think I was like, yeah, taking pictures of pretty brides and pretty dresses. This is so awesome. I love this. And that's totally what I signed up for. Um, but as time went on, I think I discovered running a business is so beyond that. Like it's knowing contracts inside and out and it's social media management and it's finance management and bookkeeping and tracking mileage and it's having hard conversations and it's basically being your own CEO and making every single decision on your own without having anyone else to consult. Um, so that's been just kind of learning. Like I never took business in school. So I kind of just learned this as I went. And I'm very lucky because I think it's an awesome skill to have. Um, but it's, it's hard work for sure. Oh, no kidding. And honestly, like there's no walking away from my job at 5 p.m. when the whistle blows. Like my job is constant now. And when I'm actually done doing the work that's on my plate, which is rare, then I'm dreaming up like some other crazy plan on what I can be doing for my business. So it's honestly a blessing and a curse, but I, I love it. For sure. I guess you have to be very aware of how you're managing your time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you're doing awesome. We love you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So I'm going to move on to some questions from some of our followers. Um, I do have a question here for you. Someone's wondering what is the best type of camera for someone who is starting out and how does someone grow as a photographer? Um, yeah. So I guess this completely depends on where you see yourself going with this. Like if it's just kind of a hobby um, then, you know, there's, there's different cameras that you can get for sure. But if you want to take a serious stab at this and, um, either go into like professional weddings or anything like that, I would definitely recommend getting a full frame camera. Um, they're definitely more of an investment, but just the quality of image is way better. Um, I personally shoot on two Canon 5D Mark IVs and they're absolutely incredible. The color's amazing. Um, but I also started out with a Canon Rebel, which is a crop sensor camera. Okay. And it was honestly perfect to learn on. So 
Um, there's no right answer. I think at the end of the day, the fancier and more expensive cameras or lenses aren't going to pull the weight for you. Like you still need to truly understand how a camera works and you need to learn how to shoot in manual and you just got to practice. So, um, yeah, it completely depends on where you see yourself kind of going with it. But yeah, I practiced with the Canon Rebel and I think it was like 800 bucks. So you can definitely start that way. Oh, good way As for getting into like wedding photography, um, you know what, the community is so supportive and I think I just started with reaching out to different people and setting up different styled shoots and connections, honestly, huge. It's really important. And, um, like I said, everyone's been really supportive. So once you kind of find your tribe within the industry, I don't really love the word industry, but it is what it is. Um, then it's just like, it's awesome. You, you get to work with a lot of amazing creative minds and, um, yeah, just kind of start with that support around you, which is really awesome. Yeah. That is amazing. I definitely think you need to have support when you're starting out something new. Yeah, totally. Is it worth taking education as well? Like if you're wanting to have this as a business? I mean, definitely education doesn't hurt. Um, like I said, I took it in college, which was awesome, which kind of, again, I didn't really see myself becoming a wedding photographer at the time, but I'm so thankful that I had the base of that education. Mm -hmm. um, there are a ton of resources available. Honestly, there's workshops, there's um, just amazing photographers that have mentorship programs. Like you can definitely invest in that. And I would recommend um, doing something like that if you're looking to kind of niche into something specific. Um, so yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm a big fan of education. Oh my gosh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have another question here from one of our followers and they're just wondering how you would describe your editing style. Um, I would say very natural and timeless and almost a little nostalgic. Um, I think I like to stay pretty true to color, but I also do a little bit of adjustments here and there to give it more of a filmy look. Um, I obviously shoot a ton of truly amazing spots with the Rocky Mountains and our lakes and all that stuff. So I always want to make sure that I'm doing that justice, but I never want to overpower my subjects. Um, so it's just kind of been a balance of figuring out my style and it, it truly did take, um, a couple years to really nail down what my style is and that's okay I definitely encourage playing around with different things and what feels right for you but this is my style is just what I'm naturally drawn to and and kind of how I start the editing process it kind of starts the same way and um, my tones are kind of the same so yeah I think I've I've just kind of found my style and gone with it and it's it's working for me <laughs> Okay, this is just a question that I have piggybacking off of that. Um, and to be honest with you, I don't have very much photography experience. I took, I think, one class <laughs> in school. Um, what do you use for editing? Um, so I use Lightroom. Okay. Um, there's very few instances where I'll need to pop on to Photoshop, but that's used for, I mean, if someone's blinking or, or whatever, but the majority of my shooting is done in Lightroom, or sorry, editing is done in Lightroom. Um, yeah, it's just, it's pretty user-friendly and I, I can't imagine editing any other way. I think that's, that's pretty much what everyone does is Lightroom. Okay, cool. Yeah. There's that. also, <laughs> there's amazing like presets that you can buy for your phone for like mobile edits. 
um, which is really awesome too. So if you want kind of consistency, if you don't have a fancy camera and you just like, honestly, iPhone cameras are pretty bomb these days that if you want to kind of build your Instagram feed and have consistency through that with iPhone photos, there's so many um, mobile presets that you can buy and just apply them on Lightroom on your phone. So it's all pretty user friendly, which is awesome. That's so awesome. And how long do you usually spend editing? Um, I would say like a wedding, for example, which would be about 10 hours of shooting would take me, if I sat down with no breaks, probably 10 hours. Um, but I also spread this over time. So, um, if you're staring at your computer screen over and over and over, your colors are going to kind of change your eyes kind of play tricks on you. So I do have to step away and always look back. So I actually deliver weddings within about a month of shooting it. And, um, I usually take the full time just to make sure that I'm getting all the colors right. And, um, I never want to just hammer it out in one day. I don't think that's right. And I think that you can make mistakes that way. And yeah, that's just kind of my approach. Cool. It's a lot of work. <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> it's funny. It's, I think people think that they just hire their wedding photographer and they show up for the day, but that's honestly just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, we are editing your photos for hours on hours and we're still running a business behind the scenes and it's, there's a lot that goes into it for sure, but it's honestly, it's a dream job. So I'm, I'm super happy. Amazing. I, I love your work. So I'm just so excited to chat with you about it. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Do you have anything else you'd like to add um, either about like photography or branding or anything that we haven't covered today? Um, I, you know what? I think we have a pretty good base of what we touched up on. Um, I'm obviously available for any questions that you guys have about anything. I love chatting and helping people out. So you can definitely reach out um, with any additional questions for sure. I'm, I'm happy to help. Amazing. And where can our listeners find you? Um, I'm probably on Instagram the most. So that's Katie Hummel photography. Uh, my website is www.katiehummelphotography.com. Um, yeah, I'm on Pinterest, Pinterest. I'm on Facebook. I'm kind of everywhere. So you, you will find me. <laughs> so go out there and find Katie. Ask her more <laughs> questions. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, amazing. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Katie, for chatting with me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited about your podcast. It's so awesome. Yeah, I'm so excited that I got to have you as a guest and I would love to have you back sometime. Absolutely. Anytime. Amazing. Thank you. No problem. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe. You can find me on Instagram at heatherdk_. underscore. Until next time, sending love and light your way.